Moby, this is Ed, and we are drinking from the Garden Hose, your favorite podcast. Of course, you can find us wherever podcasts are distributed, wherever you get yours, whether it's Spotify. Uh, we're not taking a debate, a position in the Rogan versus Young. We're here, whether it's uh, Apple, whether it's Samsung, and wherever you are, rate us, like us, follow us, subscribe, get that automatically downloaded. We're quickly becoming one of the uh, highest rated comedy podcasts out there, and it's not really anything to do with me. So all thanks to my partner, Ed. Ed, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great. And Obi, a couple things. First off, uh, Spotify. You know, as soon as you said Spotify, I think we might move up from top 1,000 comedy podcasts to maybe 999 because Neil Young's gone. Um, so, you know, maybe we get maybe we get some love there. But no, I'm doing great. You know, and I, I, I do. I think everyone wants to hear about my my doctor's orders from the last podcast, right? Got to stop drinking, apparently. Well, not stop, but I had to cut it down. Um, let's just say last weekend, some good football games, and my doctor would not be happy with me. So I, I failed. But I, I'm going to do better this weekend, I think. Well, at least there won't be any football on Saturday. So you'll be you'll be spared that this was for football fans, and I know we don't have a lot of – now everyone's a sports fan here. That this was a great weekend for football, without a doubt, one of the best in in recent memory. Yeah, so you're right. But Obi, you know, I've been thinking. Um, you know, we've done some really good topics. We're top 1,000 comedy podcasts right now, and we got away from maybe our bread and butter. You know, whatever happened to so, Obi, whatever happened to the whatever happened to segment? I'm not sure, but I have a great whatever happened to story that came up. Uh, so, uh, before we started this podcast, uh, I had a frozen left shoulder, which just means your shoulder just stops working. There's, there's no degeneration. It's some sort of, you know, sciencey biology stuff. Are you, are you a lefty or a righty? I am a righty. So, okay. so it's not, it. so it's not what I thought it was. It jammed up your shoulder. No. Okay. As soon as this shoulder got healed though, it started happening to my right shoulder so, uh, I, and then on top of that, I fell off my bike. I mountain bike. So it's not like, you know, some wimpy fall. I hit a jump and, and went over the handlebars and I smashed my forearm. My right shoulder had zero mobility or just about, I couldn't lift my arm up out or anything. I was in immense pain. And uh, I said to the doctor, I think it's the frozen shoulder coming back, you know, or it could be the fall. Can we set up an appointment? He says yes. And he goes, and if it's too painful and you need to get meds, you know, you can go to the uh, ER or to, um, or to, uh, what's that, urgent care. And I said, well, he just told me I should take opioids. So I figure I'm in New Jersey. The laws are changing. Instead of opioids, I'd go back to something I haven't done in a long time. And I, I'd score some old people herbal pain meds, uh, which, you know, everyone in the 55 plus community has, and get myself some weed. So call around to some people. Eventually, I end up calling up a younger guy, uh, by much younger, 21 years old. And he's like, oh, I got you something. I'll bring you a cone. A cone, I say? He says a cone. So what a cone is, it's literally a piece of paper that's pre-rolled, and you just fill it up, and then you you twist the top. So I want to know, whatever happened to a joint? There's no licking on this thing. There's no watching the guy get up that whole thing all dirty. You're like, do I want to share that in these COVID times? No, none of that. They just fill it up almost like a bowl. 
twist the top. Whatever happened to the good old American joint ad? Can't get it anymore. <laughs> so I did not know we were going down this road. Um, this might get us up to top 975. I, I got to right. think, right? We, we, we might also be on the herbal, the herbal uh, podcast list. But, you know, I'm not sure whatever happened to the joint, but I will tell you this. I, <laughs> like a couple years ago, I was at a, a, a travel basketball tournament with my daughter and we stayed in this hotel. Just so happened the hotel was right next to a dispensary in Massachusetts. And I kid you not, like Saturday morning, the line was out into the street. I mean, the line must have been 200 people long. I, I kid you not. But they're all buying gummy bears, right? So the cone, I don't even know what a cone is, but gummy bears, that's what everyone buys. So, yeah, I don't know what happened to the to, to the joint. But uh, it's a great question. And uh, I'm thinking that our buddy Cherry might know where whatever happened, you know. We'll find yeah, out, though. He might. I mean, uh, not not because he's partaking, but, you know, his – his job probably brings him across some of that. Yeah. But the biggest – I've kind of gotten the pain back down to almost, to manageable day-to-day. Uh, so it really was falling off my bike to hurt my shoulder. But the biggest thing is now I can't even do old man lifting in the gym in my basement anymore. So I hurt the shoulder. It's repaired enough where I can move it. You know, no one's on video but you. You can see it's got full range of motion. I can't bench press like 35 pounds anymore without it hurting. So I got to get to the PT, but I'm telling you, it's bad enough the weights I'm doing now. I don't remember, I don't know about you. I know I do know about you. We did hit the gym a few times when we were younger. You used to throw on as many plates as you can, get some three people to try to spot you when you're benching. You're doing three reps. That's it. Grunting as loud as you can to impress everybody. And now it's like, uh, I'll just put a couple of quarters on there, use the Smith machine and do 25 reps. I, I don't know. It's getting old. Really affects that uh, gym cred. So the whole working out thing, right? So you bring up some great points. First of all, I think it's hilarious that uh, <laughs> that you have a gym in your basement. And you're, you're, you're using quarters, but that's awesome. But here's the thing. Like when we were younger, right, you you you, you went to the gym it was all about getting bigger, right? So you had your GNC membership. Yeah, you got the creatine. You got the protein powders. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to get fat, right? Or I'm going to get big. But really what you were doing is getting fat, but eating all that stuff. But And then you would go exactly what you're right. But you remember Friday night pump? You would go and you're like, I'm going to go out tonight, so I'm going to go get pumped up before I go see the ladies. That was always very successful, wasn't it? Oh, that was no, because by the time you showered off afterwards, you were deep pumped, but you felt like you did something. Yeah, that was that was the dumbest thing there was. Like, ah! Twelve guys leaving the gym together, thinking they're going to go and score. Instead, they got to go home and shower. So there, you know, like when you get older, happy hours like a thing, right? You go out to the bar between five and six. That's like a thing when you're like in your thirties, late twenties. But when you're in college. And maybe in the Mecca of like the Guido capital of the world, New Jersey, right? So you go to college in New Jersey, five o'clock on a Friday at the gym. Jesus, is that crowded, right? Every guy in there, guinea tees, trying to get their pump on, right? I mean, tell me, tell me that's not the most crowded time of the gym at Rutgers University. Oh, my God. And you, and you know, I used to go with uh, our friend uh, Crab. So, I mean, I, I was trying, but he was succeeding. So it was always embarrassing to be there on Friday night with him because he was, you know, he was showing it with all the other guys in his string cheese with a nipple hanging out, 
Absolutely. So, so you always knew that like, you were not in the right league if you went to the gym with a guy and like he was buddies with all the other big guys. Like, like big guys hang out together, and you like you think you're hanging out with a big guy, so you're a big guy, but then you like realize who he's talking to, and then when they come over to talk to him, they don't even mention you. <laughs> like, so you're like, yeah. yeah, that's cool, but I'm getting the pump on, buddy. You know, I'm gonna go out tonight. I'm gonna go old Queens. Got the pump. But you're right. The pump is gone by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. When you go out, the pump is gone. So early in the days, like, so I'll, I'm going to brag, right? We're top thousand uh, podcasts. I put up 300 pounds once. I can tell you right now, Obi, that ain't happening. When you get old, first of all, I wouldn't even try it because I might get hurt. And then I couldn't work. And like, that would suck. So who the hell lifts 300 pounds? Why would you do that? Oh, yeah, I, I know it. My, my my favorite is I have a buddy 10 years, our junior, maybe 15, just had a kid. When I met him, he was a power lifter. And uh, he's a huge dude. And, and as of uh, very recently, he was picking up 700 pounds on his deadlifts. I don't know what he's doing with 700 pounds. He's got a 15-pound baby. That's all you need to be able to lift up, buddy. And... He got punished for that. God got him and tore his uh, bicep tendon. His arm. Ow. Uh, yeah, it was horrific. Now he's like, yeah, I learned my lesson. Uh, to, uh, yeah. He's still saying ridiculous numbers. But when you know where he came from, you're like, yeah, you're right. I did so, lift 120, 130 pounds. Like I said, 17, 18 reps, do what I am. That's it. That's craziness anymore. Yeah. So again, younger, all it was, was about lifting heavy weights. It was a, no cardio, right? Cause cardio actually might burn calories that could build muscle, right? So screw that. No cardio, all weights. And now, you know, I'm at the ripe old age that I am at. And then you got like, so it changes and we'll get to that in a second. But the other thing that cracks me up at this age, he's got like the 35 year old guys that work, maybe even the 40 year old guys who really, it hasn't gotten real for them yet, right? It hasn't hit them. So they just, talk smack just hold to you. It on. The Tom Brady's of the world. Yeah. They they talk smack to you. They're like, oh, you're going to go do the elliptical today? Ho, 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 ho. Like, they're so freaking funny. You know, at the end of the day, like, they're going to be old soon, too. Their knees aren't going to work. Their shoulders aren't going to work. And they're going to be on the bike right next to me checking work email. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I tried to pick up running. Uh, you know, inspired a little bit by one of uh, one of your closer friends, seeing how far he runs. And I went and I was like, oh, I got, you know, shoes. And then they're like, oh, no, you can't just get shoes. you got to get insoles. I'm like, this is crazy. Just put me on a bicycle and I'll spin and watch the ball game and talk to my wife and, and who's ever next to me. And I'll do it for 40 minutes and call it a day. This, this craziness of running and the new one is the rowing machine. Every Everything on my feet is all about the rowing machines, which I think is probably a little lower impact. But that looks like some pulling that you really got to do. You would know better than I do. I'm sure you guys got some at work. Listen, at the end of the day, uh, your your feet being filled up with the rowing machine is still better than your feet being filled up with a Wordle. Um, but we'll get to that in another episode, that, that freaking craziness. But, you know, so let's get back to the running thing, right? So when I was 39 and I was about to turn 40, I set myself a goal that I was going to run a half marathon. And I actually ran two half marathons when I was 40 and I ran two when I was 41. 
And then when I was 42, I got hurt and I stopped running and I haven't gone back. So going back to these young bucks, right? So again, I was one of them. I guess I was 40. I was probably making fun of my 50 year old boss. Freaking guy at work says to me the other day, uh, when do you work out? I'm like, listen, buddy, I work out plenty. I walk the dog every morning, right? I mean, that that that's that shit's real. First of all, it's 26 degrees out in the morning. So, you know, shivering burns calories. I don't know if people realize that, but shivering burns calories. I walk that dog. We walk briskly, except for when he, you know, has to do his he business. Then, then we stop, right? But that counts. Like, look at your watch afterwards. You get some major steps with that. And as I told the guy, and I ride the bike every day, you know, when I'm checking my work email. So I don't understand how people can tell me I don't work out. I work out plenty. Well, you know, in your place of work, I, I really think that uh, what people call working out is a little more old school. I mean, they sing about working out uh, at your place of work, whereas my place of work, you know, the standing desk is considered a workout. Yeah. Listen, that's a healthier option than sitting on your ass all day. So you're. you're we'll talk about work real briefly. So I do work in, I, I, you know, we could say, you know, some days I work in the childcare industry and other days I work in the fitness industry. And I, I got a story that I, I think just will blow your mind. So anytime you're in the service industry, you deal with different people, right? And, and there's always something, right? So I got a couple things I guys share with you. So my first job, I was, I was a fitness director and there was this, this guy who came into work out every day, like, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Right. So this guy came in, he had shirt and shoes on, but his freaking shirt was like um, uh, fishnet, like really large fishnet. <laughs> you like, talked about, yeah, like, like, like check out feet? my, yeah, like check out my nipples, dude. <laughs> like, and this guy would work out and I, I was like, man, someone should probably talk to him. And it was me that had to talk to him. I was the boss, right? So, so you got that fishnet, like who would go to the gym wear an open fishnet shirt, right? So you got that. Another time I have this woman um, say, listen, we got a problem with this lady that's in the uh, that's in the locker room. I said, what, what's the problem? She goes, well, she's really disgusting. I'm like, well, how I, explain how she's disgusting? Well, here's what she does, Mr. Phillip. She cuts her toenails on the sink in front of the mirror naked. I said, gotcha. <laughs> um that's you know it's the female locker room you got to get a female to have that conversation but just envision that everybody listening female foot on the sink in front of the mirrors cutting her toenails so very disgusting and the last story that this one i you know sometimes you get a call on the phone and you like listen to what they say and you're just like i i, I can't believe i actually have to say a word after they just got done talking so this member called me up and said, I got a real problem with what's going on at the at your place of business. And I said, okay, well, explain to me what the problem is. Well, I went in the locker room the other day, and there's all these naked people walking around. You got to put a sign up that people should be wearing clothes in there. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I had to take a deep breath. And then I just said, screw it. I said, actually, that's awesome because that's where we want the naked people to be. Can you imagine if they're out in the hallway? I mean, can you believe somebody called me to complain about naked people in the locker room? That's where they're supposed to be. I mean, I get it. I Listen, we all know about the guy, the ball talk, right? Like, right. we all know the old guys, they love to talk naked. They love to shave naked. You got some women that love to cut their toenails naked, right? I get it. But, the, but 
It's not the hallway. Jesus, go in the no, locker room. If you got it, look, if you got to make it, everybody's got their own level of comfort. And if you're in the, it's the one place in the world where the naked person's level of comfort is the one you take into account, not the dressed person. Like if you're comfortable being naked in the locker room, like I'm a, okay, I'll just turn myself away. As long as you're not putting yourself in between me and my locker, I feel like you got to just deal with whoever is comfortable with whatever they got showing. You're right. There's the guy who wants to chit chat. I, I will say the woman cutting her toenails on the sink naked. That's a little too far because that is clearly in everyone's eyesight. But wow, I didn't think this this was going to become a locker room conver- talk conversation. Well, but, but that yeah, is. But just think about it, Obi. When you're in the locker room, right? We're guys, right? Like a lot of, especially the female listeners, like they don't get, they, I mean, they think about the nakedness in their locker room. They think that's bad. But they don't like I don't think maybe they do. I mean, my wife, I remember when I was young, my wife, you know, my wife also works in the industry and she used to tell me, you know, about the locker room. I'm like, come on, it's naked women. How bad can it be? And she goes, trust me, it's bad. (laughs) She's like, listen, there's all ages and gravity is real. I'm like, all right, gotcha. I don't need to go in there. But but if we go to if we go to the men's locker room, I think the big the, the difference has to be. That And this is where, you know, we talk about generational differences in the workplace. And we talk about the millennials are lazy or whatever, whatever, whatever. We won't have to get in that now. But the generational differences are most stark in the locker room. You got that silent generation in the baby boomers, man. They walk around naked. They are brushing their teeth, shaving, butt naked, right? The millennials, those guys, they, they kind of open their locker, climb in the locker, shut the locker, and come out fully dressed. They're like Superman at the gym, you know? They will not get naked in front of anybody, no matter what. Um, so, Obi, I'm sure you've been sitting down and you had a guy come stand up. And the other thing, you sit down on the bench, they come talk to you. Think about this, right? Visualization. They come talk to you. They don't sit down next to you. They stand in front of you and have a conversation. So what are you looking at the whole conversation? Hello there, dangly yeah. bits. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I've to- totally had that. I- yeah, I'm I'm not. It's funny because I never thought about what the women's locker room would be like uh, as an adult, like as a kid. Yeah. I <laughs> but as, an adult, as, a, as a kid, as a kid, you're like my brother looking at Christmas lights. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but as an adult and I think about, you know, now. Yeah. And, you know. If you think about how many naked men there are, and women around women are usually less um, what's it like? discreet than men around men. So for every indiscreet man in a man's locker room, there's probably two women cutting their finger, their toenails uh, in, in front of this sink naked. Well, so I, again, I've never been in the women's locker room when there's been women in it because that would get me in trouble. But I will tell you this. I have two experiences that you're probably right on. Two experiences on my life. One is when I worked at Red Lobster, and we talked about this in the Jobs uh, podcast episode. If you want to check that out, it's a very popular one. Um, I cleaned the bathrooms at Red Lobster in the morning after the night shift. And the I was amazed as a 16-year-old male how freaking messy and dirty that women's lo- the women's bathroom was, right? So right. I think you're onto something there. That's one. The second... I lived in a fraternity house for three years, right? I saw some crazy stuff. I mean, literally cigarette butts on the floor didn't phase me at all, right? I mean, there was a time 
where freaking the, the fraternity house dog walked down the stairs in front of me, pissing the whole way down. And all I did was laugh and didn't think about how disgusting it was. I thought it was hilarious. Right. So that's where I live. Yet I visited a friend at her college. She was in a sorority and I went into her sorority house and unbelievably messy and dirty. I, I was blown away. I'm like, why am I attracted to these ladies? This is ridiculous. It, it is. It is interesting what what we hear because obviously neither of us are uh, women but some of the stories i hear about women being women around each other in large groups versus how men are right because we know if there's three urinals and you're the first one you don't go to the middle one if you're the second guy you don't go to the middle one if you're the third guy you decide how badly you need to go yeah. So again, social cues, Obi, that's, that's a great one. Cause I think there's probably some people listening to us that don't have those social cues because we've all been there, right? We've all been in the, in the bathroom and let's say not three, because that's, that's all right. Maybe you're an idiot and you don't get it. Cause you think the one's kids, the kids urinal, but let's say we've all been in the urinals where there's six of them. And if you get in there first, if you're, if you don't know this, I'm going to tell you, you go to either the far left or the far right. Either way, you get to the edge, right? And then the next guy who comes in, he's supposed to go to the opposite edge, right? And then the next guy who comes in is supposed to, you know, at that point, there's only four left. You got to pick one on the left or the right side, but not right next. So right? you always have to leave space. And you just keep going that way until you're the guy that has to go next to somebody, right? But I'll be damned if I've never, you know, I've been in a urinal. I've been to the far right. You wouldn't believe it. Some freaking guy comes and stands right next to me. And those guys are always the ones that want to have a conversation with you. If they come next to you, of course they want to have a conversation. Why else would they come? Like, usually they're drunk, but sometimes they're sober. And they're like, why are you talking to me? I'll happily have this conversation while we're washing our hands. But not right now, dude. Have you, have, you, have you ever noticed nobody wants to talk to you while you're washing hands, though? It's only while you're at the urinal. Have you ever noticed that, Obi? No, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. Because I've had, really? I, I can think of a specific times when I've gone into bathrooms with men. Yada, 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 yada. No, 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 no that's because you, no, you went in with them. I'm talking about you're in there. And okay. you meet you meet a friend. <laughs> you, you don't meet usually you don't meet the friend at the sink. You meet him at the urinal, and it's so awkward. Ah, uh, yeah. If I see, I mean, you feel urinal, like I'm not saying anything, but I will say something at the at the uh, at the sink. At the sink? Absolutely, but, talk. At and the Obi, sink. like it gets to the point where you're at this urinal, and this freaking guy's chatting you up. You're like, "Yeah, you want to shake me?" I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know why. Guys do this. So if you're, if you've ever, first of all, if you've ever done this, you're anonymous, so you can keep listening to us. Don't feel bad, but change your behaviors. Okay. That's all I need to say. Yes. It, it, it is time for you to behave properly in the bathroom. Give us our space. Give us our silence. And if you'd like to talk to me when I'm washing my hands, I'm okay with that. But wait until I'm washing my hands zipped up washing and please if you see me in the bathroom have the common courtesy to also wash your hands if you're not a hand washer 
I don't want to know, but how bad embarrassing is it when you don't wash your hands and I saw you not wash your hands? Great point. I was just going to bring that up. If, you, if you're not going to wash your, first of all, if you're not a hand washer, you should at least get with the program. If there's other people in there witnessing you, wash your freaking hands. All right. That's the first thing. Second of all, if you choose not to wash your hands in the bathroom and I'm in there with you, whatever you do, do not try to talk to me outside of the bathroom because the whole time we're talking, I already know you didn't wash your hands and it's just awkward. So those are more tips. I have a great story about uh, not washing hands. So I, uh, I, I just got this new role, new job, go to this meeting. Uh, I'm in the bathroom and out of the stall, the, the closed in stall comes my new boss. That's the pooper, the pooper, the pooper. I'm air you here. You'll understand why later. Comes out, walks right by me, and doesn't shake. It doesn't wash his hands. I'm just like, this is the guy I'm working for. So this oh, wait, is that's your boss. Wait, this your boss, boss comes out of the pooper and doesn't wash his hands. This is my boss. So now this is the way I'm thinking. This guy for like three months because this it, this was like a different building than our regular building. Three months later, I go into the I go into that bathroom in that building again. And the urinals were taken, so I go into the pooper. Wouldn't you know it? There's a sink in that pooper. So yeah, Obi. Okay, I I get it. Awkward setup, but here's the deal. Listen, we're men. We yeah. get it. You walk out of a pooper. I don't give a crap if there's a sink in there. There could be. I they. I don't know. There, there could be a new sterilization technique going on in there. You walk out, and there's somebody else at the sinks. You freaking wash your hands again. I mean, come on. It's not that well, hard. Appearance Perception. sake, I gotta agree with you. Cleanliness sake, I'm gonna yeah, but, I'm gonna give it to give it to the, the this stall, by the way, was is bigger than like my half bath. So if you, my half bath is clean, then that stall is clean. But Obi, we live in a world where perception is reality. I don't give a crap how clean you are. I, by the way, if you're washing your hands, I don't even I you think I notice if you do a good job and you sing the ABCs twice while you're doing it? I don't know. No, that I don't. I, right? I just know that you got your freaking hands wet. I saw you get your hands wet. You made an attempt at squirting. I don't even know if the soap actually hit your hands. It might have missed it and gone on the counter. I don't even know. I don't even care. All I know is you made an attempt. Exactly. Right? How hard yeah. is it? How hard no, is it? I, I I'm well, I'm gonna excuse uh that boss I used to have because I understood what happened there. But in general, I told it like, you got to fake it. <laughs> yeah. If you're not a hand washer, at least fake it. Let's I mean, cause if you don't even get the social cues that you got to fake it, how big of an ass are you? <laughs> Huge ass. Like that, that's how you go through life. That oblivious. Like, can you imagine that? Like if you're the guy who goes into the bathroom and does and is like, yeah, all these guys are in here, but I'm not gonna wash my hands. Just think about the rest of that guy's life. He's a tool. He's probably not successful, right? He probably doesn't have a lot of friends. I mean, I just think about that. The, right. You you are talking. There is a lot of things that you have to do that you don't want to do just to be a a average individual in our society that you are blatantly not doing. Like. You're right. It's, it's, it's amazing because, A, everybody in there knows you didn't wash your hands. And half the people probably are going, 
I don't usually watch some. I don't know. They say 50%, right? So half the people are going, well, if nobody else was in here, I wouldn't wash my hands. But I'm not going to be like Dave. Hell no. I'm washing my hands when people are here. Right. Because people are going to talk about. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't wash your hands, we all talk about you. Just so you know that. We we (laughs) saw it. We're actually talking about you right now. Ed and I are both thinking about specific people we work with while telling this right. story. So if you pee next to other people, we're talking about you. If you don't wash your hands, we're talking about you. I mean, just think about it. Don't be that guy. It's not that hard. And if you talk while peeing next to us, we're definitely talking about you. Oh, and I oh I got another one. And I know this is the workout episode, and we completely screwed that up because now it's fine. The, now, now it's now it's the pissing episode. But here's the thing. If you, I, I got another thing. If you go into the urinal and uh, ladies, you guys have no idea this stuff happens, but if you go in the urinal and you're next to me or in my line of sight and I end up seeing both your hands on the wall, what the hell are you doing? Obi, you've seen it. There's guys that put both. They're like, oh, like it's been such a long day. And they got to freaking relax. And they, they put both hands on the wall in front of them. And they're like, I, I don't know. They do a little dance to shake. They, I, I don't know. It's crazy. Just imagine that. Okay. So uh, I've always, when I see that, all I can think about is it must be tiny. So it rests up on the balls completely. <laughs> like, that's what I think every time I see that. Like, you don't need to hold it. It must be resting up on your balls. It must be super. That's what I think every time I see that. You know what? I don't go that deep into what I think. I just think the guy's a freak, man. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're, you're, that guy's actually worse than the guy that stands next to me and talks to me. The guy who puts, I mean, come on, you walk into a bathroom, you're going to put your hands on the wall. What, what kind of social signals is that sending to the people in there? That now, and we are talking to it. Like, sometimes you're just like done and you're just like, I get that. You've had a rough day. It's probably you're in a lot of work that you're, comfortable with and you put the one hand on the hall wall and you're just shaking your head i get that but you're right the two hands <laughs> on the wall your forehead even touching the wall <laughs> and obi yeah. let's go let's go a step further for those that haven't used urinals before and those that have you know what i'm talking about there's always boogers on that wall like <laughs> like why the hell are you putting your hands up? like all right so i was talking i was talking to this guy the other day like Young kids, right? Young kids always want to go to the bathroom. What's the first thing you teach them? Don't touch anything. Do not touch anything, right? And and some dude's going to put his hands on the wall. Come on. Or forehead on the wall. You're right. I've seen the forehead. There's boogers on that wall, man. Don't touch anything. I don't know. This is the stuff that gets me crazy. The bathroom is a, is a place. And uh, the more public it is, the the weirder it can get like the park, the bathroom at the park inside is sometimes worse than the bathroom, uh, than the, uh, Porta John next to it. Like, how did that happen? What's going on? I'll take my chances in the, in the blue box with some privacy. And I do like that. They have now have the squirty things in the blue box. The, By the way, the blue box is good. Cause you know what happens when I go in the blue box, I put my hands up against the side and go, Oh, <laughs> But nobody's there to see it, so I get away with it. Right, right. I, and, and then, I and then I, and then I walk out without washing my hands. Screw it. No one knows. 
I got a, I got a complaint with Rutgers, by the way, in blue boxes. This is really going. I'm not going to go there. It's we're 30 minutes in. This is as long as we can go. The gym episode turned into the piss episode. I already know uh, what I'm naming this episode. Piss up a gym. Should be good. <laughs> Get it out there. But uh, I'm Obi Spencer. He's Ed. We're drinking from the garden hose. The podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast, especially on Apple, Spotify. Go ahead, like us, rate us, leave a comment. And remember to always think of us when you're in the bathroom. But don't fall. <laughs> and anything and else? The, and the, well, the charm is that we suck.